Asian markets, Clive, mixed following that G20 meeting that failed to inspire, in, uh, inspire investors, it seems. Chuck, you know, these G20 meetings sometimes, we, we hardly ever hear about them, firstly. And when we do hear about them, it seems like there's more confusion than really uh, results that come out of them. Nonetheless, the Asian markets responded negatively, I suppose, in most parts of them, because uh, when the meeting took place over the weekend, it was high expectations that some policies will be reached and that there will be some sort of uh, referendums that will be uh, 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 that will be written out. But nonetheless, this is the, the one with the finest ministers from 20 of the world's biggest economies in the world, which held over two, two days. I remember there's a next one that's coming in with the Chinese sector, particularly the Asian markets, uh, that's also going to start uh, this uh, uh, morning as well um, in China. So... Uh, what was said, uh, you know, there was no real serious um, policy that was mentioned as the G20 uh, com- uh, countries also failed to reach a consensus on a number of issues, including the likes of uh, what needs to happen with what was signed in, in 2015 in terms of global warming. Nonetheless, okay, now the uh, Dow Jones, uh, the ASX, pardon me, uh, 200 closed down by 0.36%. Uh, that's within Australian markets. And if you look at the rest of the Asian markets, also still under pain, uh, you can see the Shanghai Composite is down there by uh, four basis points, but the Kospi also down by 48 basis points. There are two uh, uh, indices that are a little bit uh, more positive. This is the HSCI, which is sitting currently at uh, 0.65% in the positive, and also uh, the uh, the Shenzhen Composite, which was up by 0.2%. All mixed, all uh, looking uh, very confusing, but nonetheless, those policy meetings not re- uh, not getting the results perhaps maybe uh, that we needed as investors uh, to inspire some particular pay. And then the RAND firm and uh, could continue strengthening with domestic data expected this week. Absolutely, Sakina. It was uh, a very very nice weekend uh, for those uh, who were travelling overseas as the RAND continues mm. to show uh, its stability. You know, um, you, we are sitting currently at about thirteen RAND. Uh, sorry, twelve RAND. That's, that's because we're so used to 13, you know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> you you got to get used to 12, to 12 now. <laughs> so we are at 12 rand and 67 cents, and uh, uh, we've got more data coming through uh, for uh, the rest of the week. We're expecting our current accounts for Q4 to come out. Uh, we're also expecting inflation rate uh, month on month for February. Uh, inflation rate also year on year will come out at 10 a.m. tomorrow, and also the core inflation rate, uh, which will show if indeed what the central bank has been trying to do, which is curb inflation, is still intact. So those particular uh, numbers are quite interesting to us. There's another one that's coming out, uh, obviously, on Friday, uh, which is the absolute manufacturing the PMI. That also will be interesting to have a look at, but, you know, because we've been talking about creating work, and manufacturing is one of those contributing positively uh, to our workforce. So let's hope that those numbers come in positively. And if they do, Sakina, trust me, you'll see the RAN actually strengthen even further.